everybody. This is Bobby Sandlin. And I'm Becca Sandlin. And this, this is Raise the Hallelujah. He's making intercession for every same redeemed. His mercy reaches low. His majesty is high. The lily of the valley, the broken dead alive. The door to heaven's glory, the bright and morning star. Good morning, everybody. This is another episode of Raise a Hallelujah, and we hope you're having a wonderful day so far. And on today's episode, we have a uh, special guest with us, uh, Brother Brian and Sister Jackie Smith. Yeah, welcome, guys. guys. Oh, thank you so much. It's just an honor to be with you, and I really appreciate you guys having us. We're really excited. Oh, it's an honor to have you guys. It's an honor. If uh, you're around from the tri-state area, the Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana area, you already know Brian Smith. He is a legend in the holiness movement, and uh, it's just an honor to have you guys on. And uh, uh, yeah, they're going to talk today um, about their ministry and uh, what God's done for them, and they're just such a great blessing. And uh, so if, uh, Brian, you'd like to go ahead and start with that? Well, I got saved at uh, seven years old. I felt like the Lord come into my life at seven. Uh, and then after seven years old, I've always loved church. Mm-hmm. You know, that was my desires to serve God and do my best for the Lord. One day I had an earache, and my earache was so bad that when I would kind of lean over, the blood would pour. Wow. And I was five years old then, and my mom said that, one day I was walking around the table with my hands on my ears saying, Lord, if you heal me, I will preach your gospel. No. And immediately, right then and there, my ear was healed. Wow. And uh, But, you know, that was five years old. So I got saved at seven. And then um, at 12 years old, and I felt like that I would have got the baptism of the Holy Ghost a lot quicker you know, understanding it, you know, growing up, yeah. you know how it is. Oh, yeah. So at at uh, 12 years old, I got filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And they say I've been preaching all my life. Yeah. You know, I had a little church in the backyard, mm-hmm. and I would get on my bicycle, and I'd go around and gather all the children up, and we would have church. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we had church. Yeah. Uh, I had guitars and a piano, mm-hmm. everything like that. But I really felt the calling of God to preach His gospel uh, about 15 years old. That's awesome. And uh, so I've been going ever since and uh, doing my best for the Lord. That's awesome. And then at 17 years old, I met Sister Jackie. She's the best. (laughs) Yeah, if you've met Jackie, she's uh, Brian's one of a kind. I mean, if you know who we're talking about here, you're... You're not in your head, yes. And, and if is. you don't know Brian and Jackie, yeah, you is. are missing out. Yes, but Jackie's one of a kind. Too. She is. She's and, awesome. Uh, she is a great blessing, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, we're just uh, honored to have you as well. And uh, so you were saying Thank that you, you uh, 
um, started preaching at 15, and uh, you don't have to tell your age now, but so how long have you actually been preaching? Well, I'm 45 now, okay. so I'm uh, celebrating 30, years, 30 awesome. years of really preaching the gospel. That is amazing. Uh, for the Lord, yep. yeah. and I've enjoyed it. I met a lot of great people, preached at a lot of great churches, had a lot of great revivals, mm-hmm. and the Lord has just really blessed yes. us yes. greatly. That is awesome. So you met Jackie at 17, and when did you guys get married? We got married. I was 19. She was 18. Mm-hmm. Uh she was. She walked in Blanchester Church, mm-hmm. you know, where my father pastors, uh-huh. and uh, I was sitting aside of Lee, my brother. And Jackie walked in, sat down the back, and my eyes got on her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing, Bobby. And so I looked at my brother and I nodded him and I said, "Brother Lee," and he said, "What?" I said, "You know that young lady back there in the back, that black-headed lady." Uh, girl and he said uh, yeah I said I'm gonna marry her <laughs> and he said no you're not gonna marry her I said you watch me I will marry her <laughs> and the day of the wedding a year and a half or two years later uh, when Jackie walked in mm-hmm. uh, I was standing up her side of my brother Lee he was my best man and I nodded him again I said Lee I told you I wouldn't. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Sweet. That's awesome. <laughs> and she's been the best thing that that uh, you know for us getting saved. She's been the best thing. Your guys's relationship you know? is amazing. Um, yeah, it's awesome. It's amazing. I'm, yeah. I uh, uh, for people that don't know, uh, Brian and and Jackie is actually my aunt and uncle. Yep. And uh, so I grew up watching them. My obviously my whole life. Mm-hmm. And uh, to watch them and their relationship, um, it was inspiring. And uh, it was something, yeah. you know, as even a little kid and got into the teenager, uh, it was, I want to be like that. Yeah. You know, I want a relationship <laughs> like that. Yeah. And um, you guys are just amazing. Yeah. And, uh, thank you. And uh, you guys are awesome. <laughs> yeah. And uh, well, we thank you so much. We, we, uh, we met and uh, I asked her out. Mm-hmm. I said, would you want to go out and talk? And, have a good time. And so she said, uh, yeah. And so we dated for about a week and a half. And then she come to me and she said, uh, maybe we just ought to wait. So she broke it off for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't give up, Bobby. Uh, Rebecca, I said, I got my mind made up because uh, I know <laughs> that was the girl for me. Right. And so people, people was like, even my brothers, he's like, I told you, I told you. Mm-hmm. So I got my driver's license and got my first car. And uh, here she come back to church. And I went back to her. I said, how about let's talk again and go out? And she said, yeah. <laughs> I said, now don't you break it off this time. <laughs> if you say yes, you're stuck. <laughs> I said, let's stay together. And we have, we've been together this year, uh, December, will be 28 years. 28 years. So we got married back in 95. Oh. Wow, that is yeah. awesome. You don't hear that anymore. No, no. Yeah. Um, I think I seen a thing the other day, actually, that said the average uh, marriage in the United States uh, lasts eight years, and that's the average right now. So mm. uh, to hear people that's been married that long, mm-hmm. uh, it's just amazing. It's awesome. Yep. And you guys have had some uh, highs. You guys have had some lows. And uh, but you guys have stuck together, and with God's help, you guys have made it through it. Yeah. We've always learned that 
even our highs, we give God the praise. Right. And even our lows, we just uh, work it out, talk things over, and uh, put God first. Yep. And He's always there. As the Scripture says, I've never saw the righteous forsaken or his seed a begging for bread. Yep. And God has always just been there to help us. And, and uh, you know, I think about what the Bible says there in Psalms, a good man's steps are ordered by the Lord. Yep. Yes. And I think about that's what God has done for me. He is, uh, you know, and Sister Jackie, he's, he's ordered our steps. Yes. Yeah. And he knows what's best for all of us. And he's just always been there right when our, like you said, our high times and then our very low times, God has always, always been there and awesome. has helped us out. It's awesome. He is faithful. So you and Jackie got married. When did your ministry really start? How long after? Or? My ministry started a little bit right before I got married. Okay. Because I got my driver's license. At right. 15, I'd have people take me. Right. Uh, you know, because I wasn't driving then. And um, that was always a challenge because sometimes I would leave home church at Blanchester and I would have to have somebody always take me on a Sunday night or something, which never was no problem, but it was a challenge to, to do that. Right. But I really felt my ministry really took off uh, when when I got my driver's license. Yeah. Most people knew that I could get around and um, I started holding revivals. And started going, you know, to different churches. And just, you know, after that, my goal was to help somebody. Right. And that's still my goal mm-hmm. today is to go in to a church, don't matter what church it is, small crowd, big crowd, little crowd. You know, um, I'll tell this. One day I was fishing because I love to fish. Mm-hmm. I went 21 nights of church. Uh, 21 nights in a row. And so I told Jackie, I said, that Wednesday night, I want to take off and I want to go fishing. I said, I just feel that, you know, we need to rest. She's like, oh, that'd be wonderful. <laughs> you know, because you yeah, just recharge. go. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, definitely. So, well, anyway, I, I go to Paint Creek. You know where I fish at. Mm-hmm. That's about 45 minutes from my house. Right. So I, when I go, I normally go about, four or five o'clock in the evening. I won't come back to midnight. Yeah. She knows I won't get home the real late because I don't get to go a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I got down there and I started fishing and, and I got friends down there because they fish a lot too. And I, mm-hmm. I meet them. We become good friends, you right. know? Mm-hmm. And so I get down there and I'm like, Hey Brian, it's so good to see you. And I get fishing and this is 21 nights in a row of preaching going doing for the Lord. And so I had one night off and then I had to go another two or three more weeks in a row without a night off. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I get down there and I started fishing and the Lord said, it's time for you to go. Mm-hmm. And I said, go. <laughs> I have been 21 nights and the Lord said, I want you to go to this church tonight and I want you to go. They need help. And so, now I want you to understand, I had to drive 45 minutes home, Mm -hmm. and I had to drive another hour to the church. And we don't go for crowd, you know. Uh, It's up and down. Mm -hmm. Every church is. But I knew this this church, and particularly, they didn't run a big crowd. 
So I knew they would just be a handful of us. So I got home and I, I put my tackle box, I closed it and got my pose and I headed to the car and I went home. And when I remember that night, when I got home about 5.30, Jackie's like, what in the world are you doing <laughs> home? Are you sick? <laughs> and I said, honey, the Lord told me to go to this church tonight. Yeah. And so I got there. And when I got there, I went up, uh, walked in, and there was only six of us. I made number six. Mm. And so the pastor looked at me, and he's like, man, Brian, I'm so glad you're here. I just really appreciate you coming. He said, uh, you know, there ain't many of us. Yeah. And I said, I want you to start church. We're going to have a regular meeting like you guys always do. And I said, I'll preach to you in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And I got there and I got preaching about he come to seek and save that which was lost. Yeah. And um, about that time, the door swung open and a man come off the street. He heard me preaching because the, the church was close to the uh, sidewalk of the road there. Mm-hmm. And he heard me preaching and he walked in. And when he walked in, he didn't stop at no pew. He ran straight to the altar. He made number seven. He ran straight to the altar, and the Lord saved him That's miraculously. Awesome. And, awesome. and when I was down praying with him, the Holy Ghost spoke to me and said, this is why I had you leave. Awesome. Yeah. I had you leave because of this. That's awesome. And I'm just so thankful yeah. the Lord could talk to us. Yeah. You know, right when we think maybe it's a night to recharge, mm-hmm. you know, and that's good. You know, because I've had to rest my body. Yes. But then on the other hand, God knows mm-hmm. what he's doing. I think the yeah. power of obedience. I was getting ready to say. I mean, you was, you know, God wants to use somebody that obey. Yeah. And you obeyed and you had fruit for your labor. Yeah, you could have very easily overridden the Lord. It's like, no, Lord, I, I need this day. And who knows that man would have never been saved. I mean, I think now the, the time that the Lord spoke to me. It's funny because I started catching fish one after one. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was like one after one. Yeah. And, and you know, I thought, Lord, I've been 21 nights in a row. I got another 15 to go. I got a lot of miles to travel ahead of me. And I'm enjoying myself right now. Mm. But God knew what was best. Yes. And I closed my tackle box, got my pose, went to the car, drove home. And Sister Jackie's like, you mean you're going again? I'm like, yeah, I'm going again. That is awesome. And then, you know, but the Lord gives us strength. Yeah. Those that wait upon the Lord, He shall renew our strength. Right. We're going to mount up His wings and eagles. We're going to run and not be wary and walk and not faint. But, yeah, I felt my my ministry really took, took uh, a step, a big step, uh, around 16 when I got my driver's license. And then when I got married, it really went. Yeah. Uh, because I told my dad, I said, I felt like evangelizing. I said, I'm going to be at Bland as faithful as I can because Bland Chester was our home church. Right. And I said, I'm going to be there as much as I can. And I went to Kentucky, me and Sister Jackie, and I started preaching down there. And doors just opened up like, it, it was just wonderful how God opened doors. And, Amazing. Yeah. and I went to Indiana, and I've been a couple times to Georgia. 
And this God has opened up doors everywhere here in the tri-state area. Mm -hmm. And the Lord really blessed us. And you're uh, as an evangelist. um, How long did you guys actually evangelize? We evangelized for eight years, eight years, eight years. And like you said, when you was evangelizing, you guys was busy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that's just, it's amazing what the commitment that you guys have done. Um, and no doubt like, like that story, uh, how many lives and stuff you guys have changed. Yes. Even if you don't know it, I know you guys have changed lots of lives. Sister Jackie could tell you, we was uh, away from home about five hours, about four and a half to five hours. And we was preaching down there a week and was preaching a Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday morning and Sunday night. And uh, Friday morning when I left, I felt great. Uh, there wasn't nothing wrong with me at all. And I got there Friday night, and we went to church, and I preached, and I got real sick. Uh, I just felt real weak. I started running um, high temperature, if you can remember. And we were staying in the pastor's house. Hmm. And that Saturday morning, all I did was just slept. And I was so, you know, yeah. just feeling real bad. That Saturday night, I went and preached again. And then the pastor come to me and he said, Brother Brian, he says, you know, if you're not well, you know, go home and we'll reschedule some other time and you, you know, can always come back. And I said, well, let me pray about it. And I started praying about it. And the Lord told me to stay. And Sister Jackie's like, you know, maybe we ought to go home. You're really, and I was running a fever. And yeah. this is way before COVID. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, if you run back then, you know how that was. Oh, yeah. But so we, I stayed, but I was so weak. And you know how I get into service. Oh, yeah. You know, during the songs, I always try to push every song and every testimony. I would sit all during that service. Wow. So I told her Sunday night, I said, I, there's a reason why I need to stay. And I, Got up that Sunday night to preach, and I was preaching on what Jesus said in Matthew 24, Therefore be ye also ready, for in such an hour you think not the Son of Man cometh. Mm -hmm. And I was preaching on being ready. And about that time, a man walked in, and he sat down at the back pew. And when we made the altar call, he ran to the altar call. I ran to the altar, Mm -hmm. and the Lord just changed his life all the way around. And when I was down praying, the Lord told me, said, this is the reason I had you to stay. Yeah. And even though my body was weak, and then I had another four and a half hour drive home, uh, I think we even left that Sunday night. I would drive a while, and then I'd have to stop. I'd drive a while, and I'd have to stop. I was just so weak. Wow. But that Monday morning when I got home, I went to my family doctor, and I had double pneumonia. Wow. Wow. And you preached with double pneumonia. That's yeah. crazy. It was hard. Oh, I bet it was. It was hard. But the Lord just, yep. you know, He always blessed me. And then when we was we was down in Williamsburg, Kentucky, uh, preaching down there one time and just having a really good revival. I mean, the Lord just really blessed so good. Yeah. And I come down with something, affliction in my body, and it just, the only time I could really get out of bed is go to church. But I stayed, and the Lord just helped us, and we just we just preached, and 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 it just took the Lord. Yeah. But Sister Jackie, Rebecca, and Bobby has always been by my side. Oh, I know it. 
Just the time I've known you. She she was when I evangelized, and still yet today we travel a lot. She was there. Mm-hmm. She was always there to travel with me. Yeah, uh, to, Yeah, to back me. Then a lot of only eight mans I got was from Sister Jackie. <laughs> Uh, you know how that is sometimes. Oh, yeah. yep, yep. You're looking back at amens, and Sister Jackie's got her hand up, uh, and, and really, uh, really back at me. Yeah. Keep going. It's awesome. And, um, like I said, Scott has really blessed your guys' ministry. So not only have you guys been a, a evangelist and things throughout the years, but now you guys are pastoring. And uh, I think I heard actually before we uh, started this, you guys have been pastoring uh, in October for 20 years. And that's amazing. Yeah. Well, that's when we evangelize, we, uh, this True Faith Holiness Church has always been a great church and they've always had great pastors. Mm-hmm. Had a great relationship with every pastor that was there. Uh, the, when it first started, the uh, pastors that was when I was younger, they would always have me over and preach for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes they'd go on vacation, mm-hmm. and it would be my honor to take care of the church. Yeah. So the church knew me, and I knew them. But still yet evangelizing, uh, they had me scheduled. They had church on Thursday, Saturday night, Sunday morning, Sunday night, which that's what we still got today. Mm-hmm. They had me come, and I was scheduled on a Thursday, Saturday, Sunday morning, Sunday night. The Lord woke me up on a Monday morning. I came, I was preaching in Indiana that weekend. And then at early that Monday morning when I got home from Indiana, the Lord woke me up and said, if I tell you to stay, will you stay at True Faith? Right. They didn't have a pastor. They was without a pastor. It was about a month without a pastor. And I was like, I don't think I have to worry about that because I love to travel. You know, I like to, yeah. you know, evangelize and doors are open up like, mm-hmm. you know, here and there and revivals and just everything. So when I woke up that morning, I asked Sister Jackie, I said, what if we go over Thursday night and we just stay? You know, we don't, you know, we become the pastor. She's like, oh, I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, uh, so I didn't say nothing to her. So that very next night, the Lord dealt with me again, Sister Rebecca. Mm-hmm. And he said, if you tell you to stay, will you stay? And so then I started praying about it because I knew the second time yeah. that it was God kind of dealing with me mm-hmm. to stay. Mm-hmm. And so I I would ask Sister Jackie just to get her input on it, you know, because we always have done things in agreeable, right? Uh, evangelizing, whatever decision that comes up. So I asked her again. I said, "Now, what if we go there and become the pastor?" And she said, "Oh, we don't have to worry about that." She said, "You're not going to." She said, "That's the least thing you're going to do. You're just going to, because that's another door opened up. You're going to preach this weekend." Yeah. 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 So. Uh, we went Thursday and, uh, well, I, I asked her again, one more time, the third time I said, what if the Lord just let us over and we stayed? And she said, you're thinking about it, ain't you? <laughs> and I said, well, God's dealing with me a little bit, uh, about staying and helping them. Mm-hmm. I didn't say pastor. I just said staying. Right. And she said, 
and I'll never forget it. She said, whatever you want to do, that's God's will. Mm. I want to do it. Right. She said, if you want to evangelize, we'll evangelize. If you want to uh, pastor, if you feel like that's what God's going to lead us to do, then we want you to do it. And so we went that Thursday night. There was only like eight or nine of us, not very many. I didn't have no piano player. Mm -hmm. I had no guitar player. They had that, but we didn't have nobody to play. And I learned as a kid to play a guitar, which I'm not very good at, but I would play it. But Bobby, I was happy. Yeah. And I knew that God was leading me there to help them people. Yeah. And so when I went that Thursday, they uh, we had such a great service. Only I playing the guitar. That's the only music we had. But the Holy Ghost fell. There's only eight or nine of us. And that Saturday... Sunday morning was the same way. And when I walked in the door, they told me, they said, you have ran this. You've been here before. We know you. Mm -hmm. We want you to run the church. This is what they told me as soon as I walked in. We want you to run the church just like you're the pastor. Said so we know you're not the pastor, but we want you to. We want you to run it just the way you feel. Mm -hmm. And I said to myself, I said, no, I said, I want you to run it. You know, I'm just evangelist. And I want you to run it. And they said no. So I ran it. I played the guitar. And the power of God fell. The Holy Ghost fell. That Thursday night was back Saturday night. Sunday morning, it was just like the Lord was just renewing us and refreshing everybody. And so that Sunday night I got up and I said, would it be okay if I stay a month? I like to stay a month. And they, they just started shouting. I mean, they would, there was only like 10 or 12 of us. They started, I mean, it was just like revival broke loose. They were so happy for us to stay. Mm -hmm. And I had lots of places scheduled and lots of places that I called and I told them, I said, I took a church mm -hmm. and I'm helping them out for a month and, and I rescheduled with them and everything like that. So we, uh, one month become, Voting time, I said, you can vote me in. And uh, we've just been there ever since. But my point I want to really get to is I had 10 members, and I had one guitar. <laughs> and every once in a while, we'd have a piano player. And that was really nice, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> having somebody play the piano or mm -hmm. somebody come in that could play the bass, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and, and we didn't have no drums then. I played that guitar, and... Brother Bobby, there would be times that I would break two or three guitar strings. <laughs> and from January to November, I broke 99 guitar strings. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I would go for revival. I never had to buy strings. I would go for revival, and people knew I would break strings, and they'd say, <laughs> I got you two or three sets of strings. My members, the, the ones I had, they would, they would, Bring me strings because, <laughs> but I did it with joy. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of times I don't know if I was in tune, but he said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Yeah. I was trying to not let it discourage us from getting in the presence of God. Yeah. yeah. And, and so I would, uh, you know, I, I made a commitment. I said, if I break another guitar string, 
I'm going to set my guitar down and we'll play without music. <laughs> but what I was doing is trying to teach myself to not be so hard on the guitar. I felt sorry for the guitar <laughs> because I just beat that thing crazy, you know. But I did it for joy. Yeah. And and the church started to grow and it started to uh add a piano player come and then I had another piano player come, I had a bass player come and a guitar player come. And eventually I was able to retire the guitar. And, <laughs> but that month of December, believe it or not, I never broke another string. That is awesome. Wow. That so is I was awesome. able to play, yeah. you know. And, and God is really blessed, True Faith yeah. uh, Holiness Church there in South Lebanon, Ohio. Yeah. And um, it's just amazing. It's, it's hard for me to believe that it's already been 20 years. And um, it's just God's really blessed you guys in your ministry. Mm. And um, is there anything, uh, if there's any anybody listening today, uh, maybe a, a preacher that just started or an evangelist um, or, or evangelist that uh, may be getting tired or, or a pastor, um, you know, any advice uh, that you would uh, give somebody today? Just hang in there. You know, you just got to fight the good fight. As Paul said, fight the good fight of faith and lay hold on eternal life mm-hmm. and put God first. Uh, I've not been perfect at it. But that's one thing me and Sister Jackie has always tried to do is put God first. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have gone when we've not felt like going. Yeah. We have done things where we have put aside uh, to go to the house of God mm-hmm. and to travel. And I've always asked God, Lord, and still yet today I ask God, you open doors. Yeah. You open doors that I can go and witness to somebody and if you put God first and try to be a blessing, you know, that's our goal is try to help somebody along the way. Yes. That is our main focus, that every church that I have gone to, that I have say, I want to try to get somebody to the altar. The altar is the most important thing of every service. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I jump, I run, I shout, but my goal is to get that altar, you know, full. Mm-hmm. Because that's where people's help's at. Right. And so I've always tried to focus on that altar. I've always tried to be subject to the pastor. Mm -hmm. Whatever the pastor does is what I try to do and be a blessing to his congregation. That way he'll look back and recommend me to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Right. To say, hey, get Brother Brian, Sister Jackie, Mm -hmm. and have them come and and he'll be a blessing to you. Yeah. And so we have... uh, I just want to tell that young evangelist or young pastor, I've had my ups and downs at True Faith. I've had a a, a crowd where it's been small, and I've had it packed out. But God is number one. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you just keep on putting Him first and and, uh, pray and study and read God's Word and and get a message. Uh, Every time that I know that I'm going to be preaching somewhere or even at the home church, I study, I pray, and I know that God can change a person's message, Mm -hmm. and He's done it to me before, but 99.9% what I leave at home is what I'm going to preach, because I know that's what God's gave me, Mm -hmm. and I know that there's somebody there that maybe I can uplift, or even the pastor. You know, I've I've gone to revivals and, and saw the pastor, and even myself, where you know, we've been down, you know, the yeah. the weights, 
weighs yeah. us down, yeah. the trouble, the, maybe the church ain't as high as we think it should, or the crowd ain't as good as mm-hmm. it should. But you know, you encourage that pastor to say, hey, we can make it. Yeah. You hang in there. You put God first and and study and pray and keep God's word in your heart and and uh, you'll make it. And uh, he always has. He's He's always been faithful to me and Sister Jackie to meet our needs and to be there for us. And we've saw several get saved and several filled with the Holy Ghost and people get healed and and uh, it's just been it's just been wonderful. And I wouldn't trade awesome. it for nothing. Yeah, yes. awesome. Well, and we, I love my church. I love yeah. pastoring. Wow. You know, it's just been wonderful. You guys have a special church. Yes, yes, love you do. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And you guys are a blessing, and your church is a blessing. And and I think there's been so many people benefit from your ministry. Yeah. And uh, we're just honored to have you mm-hmm. on today. Yeah. I want to say before we go. I really thank you guys for what you guys do. No, well, thank because you. you guys are getting the gospel out. And you're helping somebody, and you guys are doing a great job. And I just encourage you guys to keep it up. We Rebecca, you that. keep singing. <laughs> you're doing outstanding. And Bobby, you are a wonderful preacher. Well, we appreciate I mean, you are excited. <laughs> and I want to give out July the 22nd. Yeah, Brother Bobby's going to be preacher for us. That's on a Saturday night. And we're excited, 7.30. Yep. So yep, we're excited. Come out and be with us. Yep. So, uh, well, we appreciate that. And, yeah, um, definitely. And with that, that's going to be today's episode. We hope you enjoyed the Smith family. And uh, hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. And until next time, have a wonderful day. See ya. See ya.